couple of years back, I was doing a parish mission in Dublin. And as part of the parish mission, we used to have a, an early mass, a mass that was norm, earlier than their normal first mass. It's about, I think, 7.30. So I had to get up uh, early to, you know, get in, get, get in on time for that mass and prepare everything that needed to be done and all that kind of thing. But I was staying in a family home while I was there in Dublin. So uh, this mass then would go on every day during the week, and I'd have the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday of the mass. And there was a, a secondary school girl in the same house. So... Uh, I was staying, as I say, with a family. And this girl would get up at probably about 6 o'clock in the morning, every morning, before school, to straighten the hair, put on the eyelashes. Uh, yeah. You put, do you put them on every morning? Do you take them off at night? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it works. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, she put on the Oompa Loompa cream and the whole lot to have everything absolutely perfect for when she'd go to school on a daily basis. And I just thought, my Goodness, that's commitment. Imagine doing anything, anything, for an hour a day. I mean, if you wanted to learn French, Spanish, do the splits, I don't know, whistle. And if you practice anything for an hour a day, you'd be an absolute legend after six months. An hour a day, like, that's, that's, that's serious commitment. But that, she was putting in an hour a day just into getting ready for school. Like, lads got up kind of five minutes beforehand kind of just got pushed in the right direction, just kind of hair and sleep out of the eyes and just started kind of wobbling towards wherever the bus stop was. You know what I mean? Um, like just that, 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 that level of commitment absolutely blew me. I thought, like, Jeannie, if I put as much time into my prayer and preparation for Mass as she does into preparing her face, uh, like, I could be a really good priest. You know? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just a, that, that, that kind of commitment, that kind of idea of preparing for something you consider important. Preparing for, you think of weddings, right? And especially when it comes to, 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 to brides and the amount of time they put into considering every possible combination, permutation of, of, of flower colours and napkin colours and bridesmaids' colours and, and the whole lot and getting all the, the palette of colour. That's, that's the term, isn't it? The palette of colour for the wedding, having it all correct, whatever, it's, whatever that means, by the way. Either it's supposed to be right. There's some, and apparently you do, women do, do actually see a 25% more colour than we do. So when we say it's green, it's because we think it's green, right? Turquoise is basically green. Like, <laughs> uh, um, so, so, but like the amount of preparation that goes into to, to these kind of things, you know, that we consider important. So Advent, is, it's, it's, a, it's a time of preparation. Uh, Culturally, it has become a time of preparation for, for, for feasts, for gifts, for maybe family coming home, which isn't a bad thing. All these, none of these things are wrong. But it's preparation for something much more important or much deeper. It's preparation for two things. So Advent is, is preparation for... for the, the word Advent is, it comes from the, the, the Latin Adventus, to, to means to come. So we're preparing for, for two arrivals, okay? One... The arrival of Jesus at Christmas. Okay, that's the, the, the straightforward one. That's when the people understand. Advent begins. So when do we put up the tree? You know, Advent is... is so when do we... Where, where's the crib going? Who gets to put the tinsel around the family photo? Um, uh, whatever it is. So it's a time of preparation for the season of, of Christmas. Okay, that one's fairly straightforward. Advent, on a deeper level, is preparation for our encounter with the Lord, for the second coming of the Lord. Now, the second coming of the Lord, as I say, might come... During our lifetime, it's possible. We don't know. Uh, but if not, like we were saying yesterday, whether the Lord comes during my lifetime or not, 
I'm actually, st- I'm going to meet him. At some point, I'm going to meet the Lord. At the end of my life, I will meet the Lord. So we should prepare for something like that. This is as big as it gets. This is as important as it gets. This is, will be like the key meeting, the key conversation that determines eternity for you. That's pretty important. That's more important than a nicely tanned face with eyelashes. Okay, way more important. This is, like, this is seriously important. Because that, that, that conversation, if it is a conversation, how exactly it works, we don't really know. We know we will see the Lord and we'll see ourselves as we truly are. Do we have to talk about this for a long time? I don't know. Maybe the, 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 the truth is just plain evident. Maybe I'll just know I'm not actually ready for heaven as it is now. I, I want heaven. I do want heaven. But I know I'm not actually I'm not ready for it yet. So, you know, purgatory is a gift of God's mercy. It's not a punishment. It's a preparation. It's a gift of God's mercy that I can get ready for heaven. There's also a chance, uh, this is a chance, that when I see the Lord, I will actually reject him. When I see the Lord, I'll say, no. No, if that's your version of heaven, that's not what I want. If I ha- in order to get into heaven, if I actually have to forgive those who hurt me, then no. No, I'd rather not get into heaven and hold on to that anger and hold on to that unforgiveness because they do not deserve forgiveness. They don't deserve my love or affection. Or they, don't, they don't deserve heaven. So if they're in there, I don't want to go in. That's also a possibility. That I could, I could stand before the Lord and, and, and see what he offers and say, I don't want you. And I don't want heaven if that's what it is. That's a scary possibility. But it's possible. And it happens. So... So Advent is, is a preparation for the, for the coming of Christ. In, uh, Christmas, yes, but also for that encounter that I am going to have. This is inevitable, right? I am going to meet the Lord. That can be considered a good thing. We should approach it with, I think, a little, a little awe, a little, little, a little concern. Don't take this one for granted. But we're going to see him. So this Advent... What can I do to prepare for this meeting with the Lord? We have a, an epic bunch of people, young people, on retreat here from Limerick. They're absolute legends. They all wear black. <laughs> it's the, it, that's the palette they have chosen for this weekend. Um, uh, and apparently last night there was a bunch of them praying the rosary at 2 o'clock in the morning. Good job praying the rosary. Not so good praying at 2 o'clock in the morning, but good, good, job, good job praying the rosary. So, like, th- that, that's, that's good preparation. That's good preparation for the coming of the Lord. Why? Because ye, as young men, most of ye, chose to dedicate 15-ish minutes of your lives to prayer. Good job. You know, that's good. That's, that's, a, that's one good thing done. Good. Now, now, what about today? You know, each day, what do we do? Each day, what am I doing with my 24-hour period? What am I doing with that to help orient my life towards heaven? Because that is all that matters. Heaven and earth will pass away, as in the, the, the sky and the earth will pass away. Everything that we do down here eventually passes away. You know, whatever we build up, buildings mean nothing. All those kind of things. That they're just, they, they, they're all, they, just, they pass. But what I invest in heaven what I invest in people, the actions of love that I do, they, they last forever. So what am I doing today? 
How, what am I doing today to prepare for heaven? What am I doing today to prepare for that encounter with the Lord? We have another group here that are from Focus doing a retreat here. That's another, another great idea to dedicate a couple of days, even in silence eventually, uh, to, to, to uh, get in, pardon the kind of pun, but to get focused again uh, on, on what, what, what are we doing? Because like, you can get so busy doing stuff that we forget what, 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 are we, what are we supposed to be doing here? What are, we, what are we aiming towards? As opposed to just getting the next thing done, getting the next email answered, getting the next phone call responded to, the next text responded. Do you know, we're, doing, we're doing lots of stuff. Well, hold on, just, just one second. What direction are we going? Because that can happen too. You're so focused on just responding to the next thing that you start veering off. So where are we going? What am I doing with today? What can I do today? To prepare for heaven? What can I do today to make my life a little more heavenly? Ultimately, the Lord, in, in this whole plan of Advent and the Second Coming, Jesus wants to bring us home. He wants to bring us home. And the, the sad thing about that word is, is, is that word should mean something good. The idea of being brought home to heaven, that should have, have a very positive uh, implication for, for a lot of us. <clears throat> for some of us it does. <clears throat> for some of you it may not. For some of you maybe home isn't a place of security. For some of you maybe home isn't a place of joy. For some of you maybe around Christmas home can be an awful place. Because now everyone's back together and maybe there are people there who aren't a good influence or have their addiction problems or have their hurts or have their wounds or are selfish or whatever it is. So maybe home isn't actually, the idea of home isn't positive at all for you. That can be the case. In God's mind, he has created you to be part of a family, to be brought into his divine nature, to be brought into him, to be brought into heaven where we have a father who is God we have Our Lady, who is Mother, Jesus, who is our brother, all the blessed in heaven who are our family. And the glory of the angels and the splendor and the beauty of it all. We're brought into a, a, a kind of a home, a family that's safe and beautiful. We're being brought back to the Father's house. This is what the Lord has planned for us, you know, and it's, it's a good plan. It's a beautiful plan. It's a plan for your eternal joy. It's worth preparing for. It's worth 15 minutes of your day. It's worth a decade of the rosary a day. It's worth leaving your phone in a different room to your body. The phone is there and I'm not. And you're somewhere else. And you have time for a bit of silence. You have time for, maybe I should say, just a short time of prayer, 15 minutes. It's worth it. If it gets you and those you love to heaven, where we experience that the Father's house, the Father's love, that safety and security for all eternity, that's a good investment. So we ask the Lord today, as we begin this season of Advent, to prepare us not just for the coming of Jesus in a human nature, the coming of Jesus in the crib, but that we can prepare for this encounter with him. He who wants to bring us home to the Father's house. Amen.